Hey guys, Andy here. It is a episode 27 of the Android Andy UK podcast. It's the 7th of January 2020 and it's my first podcast of the year. So I guess I should start off with a happy new year to everybody that is listening or to anybody that's listening. Um, I guess I would ask, have you got any resolutions? Now, I think resolutions get a bit of a bad press in some ways. Everyone says, oh, why'd you bother? In fact, I think the 19th of January has been labelled like Quitters Day or something, because that's normally about the time that people give up on their resolutions. Um, and that's you're probably just doing it wrong, in, if I'm quite honest. I've given myself, and this is the thing, I wouldn't call them resolutions. I've given myself some targets for this year. Nature's in Love last year was the one that I did everything. So I lost all of the weight. I changed my whole lifestyle, my diet, um, how much I exercised. And that was just because I decided I need to do it. It wasn't a resolution. It wasn't anything like that. Um, so this year, kind of, in some ways, I've done it. Not done it all, but I've, I have done the big one, really. I've the, the sort of getting healthy, losing weight. That is one of the big ones that people always talk about. So this year, I've just decided to set some targets. Um, I'll run through very quickly some of them. Um, I'd like to run a 10K. So I do 5Ks like four times a week. I've, you know, I did, I think, about 7K on one run. Um, I'd like to go as far as the 10K. I think it's a fairly reasonable, easily easily achieved uh, target. And then as far as cycling, I'd like to do a 50-mile ride. So again, last year I did a 44, I think was the longest. So I'd like to break 50. And then kind of just an extension of that, I'd like to do a 100-kilometer ride at some point. That one might be a bit tougher, but I think the Sportiva, did near the end of like well i think it's september they had 50k 100k and 150k versions so last year i did the 50k this year i might do the same one but do it as 100k um i've put in there lose weight down to 15 stones so i did eat a lot i put the diet totally on hold over christmas and new year and i ate a lot of junk a lot um and i went up back up to 16 stone january the first on the dot i was 16 stone so i said right well let's let's get down to 15 that's lighter than i got to at any point last year the lightest I got last year was 15 stone four um and already so it's the 7th of january and already i'm down to 15 stone seven so uh 15 stone might be a bit easy i don't know maybe it'll get tougher the closer i get to 15 we'll see um then i've gone for ride 3,000 miles in the year so i did over 2200 last year and i didn't start till march so I'm assuming I can get to three and even when I started a lot of them were sort of four five six miles so I'm assuming I can get to 3,000 this year um, the only sort of barrier or obstacle will be that I have been jogging a lot so one of my targets I went for run 500 miles in the year now that's the one I think I might have been a little over uh, it's just a bit too high maybe maybe 300 would be more realistic because running and cycling if i'm going to cycle 3000 miles that doesn't leave a huge amount of time for running during the summer for example which means getting to 500 would be quite tough i think i did about 160 last year and that was just from kind of october onwards really so one or the other in itself wouldn't be tough but doing both of those i might be pushing a little bit far so if anything i will i wouldn't be too upset if i don't get to the 500 with running 300 i'd be quite happy with um, actually linked to the, the lose weight one I've decided to try and eat after 7pm less so it's not eat less after 7pm it's eat after 7pm less which is a little bit towards this whole um, uh, intermittent fasting my brother does that to an extent I think it is a 14 hour gap they say you should do 16 hour I don't think I could do 16 hour that means if I ate my, my evening meal at 6pm I can't eat my breakfast till what gone 10am I just don't think I could do that I mean I don't know I always thought I couldn't diet at all and I've 
proven myself wrong this year. So maybe I could if I really tried. And I watched a few videos, and the, the, the benefits to intermittent fasting are really pretty massive um, and were quite tempting. But at the same time, I'm happy enough if I just eat after 7 p.m. less. So in other words, I just stick to my three main meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and don't have, because I think it's the evening where I start snacking. I start thinking, yeah, I'm a little bit hungry. I'll have a bottle of cereal. Actually, I'll have a, I'll have a biscuit, or maybe I'll have another biscuit. Um, and that's where I can easily push my calories up uh, higher than I'd want them to be. What I find is if I don't have to eat after 7 p.m., it's actually quite hard to eat sort of more than 2,400 calories um, if you're eating properly and sort of eating low-cal meals. Uh, so I think that in itself will mean I will lose quite a bit of weight. Uh, and at the same time, I'm not too worried about that one. A couple of times already I have eaten after 7pm. I've done apples before bed or something like that. And yeah, yeah, I'm not overly fussed by that. Um, and then the final one, which is sort of a more personal thing, post a personal blog entry each quarter. So I do have a personal website that I post bits and pieces on. Um, and I, I think I posted once all of last year. So it's not particularly used. And I think I should probably make more use of that because... I, the other day I did look back through some of the old posts and they're really quite interesting what I used to post like seven or eight years ago so I'd like to post a bit more about things I'm doing in my life um, just for sort of I think my memory's going to give up on me before too long and I won't remember much of things so <laughs> if I've got it posted on a blog then that's probably quite handy so uh, that's enough of me rambling about my targets and resolutions but yeah I'll just question you uh, what will you do I suppose um if we move on to kind of hardware that I've been playing with over the last month or so, the first thing I mentioned is the Samsung Galaxy A20e. Now, my aunt declared that she would like a new phone. The, her last phone was a Moto, the original Moto G, which I think I got for her back in Christmas, well, however long ago, that is six or seven years ago. Uh, she's been using that up to this year, and it finally gave out. So I knew she wouldn't want something too big, um, so then it's just down for kind of keeping it within a budget so i was looking around the 100 pounds 150 pound mark and i tried the samsung galaxy a20e um and it's quite a nice device for 125 which what i paid uh which i think is a refurb device but it seemed all very good so if you look at it you've got one ui as the software which really isn't that bad so samsung have a bit of a reputation for their overlays but one ui is actually quite nice the device itself is quite smooth, the camera is okay, um, bar the lack of image stabilization on the video, but I think for £125 it's really a pretty good phone. Uh, obviously I gave it to her at Christmas and she seemed happy enough, I'll have to wait and see though when she's used it for a little while to see what she really thinks of it. And then I got the opportunity to buy a Huawei Nova 5T um, at a reduced rate basically, so there's a there's a review program you can sign up to um, and as long as you can provide reviews and photos and things you basically buy a device or a hardware or you know, all sorts of things to be quite honest I think dog food baby food sorts of they will actually do um, you pay half price uh, and you can either after you finish the review return and get that money back or you keep the device having paid half the retail price for it so I kept it why not um, seemed quite you know 200 pounds for what is a 400 pound device and it's pretty good um, well, it's very good, I would say, if, if I'm honest. The the uh, the, the f amazing thing about it is the battery. I, I really couldn't understand how it got such good battery life. Well, to an extent, I could, because I think it, it can be a bit aggressive with RAM management. But I reckon you could probably get three-day use out of it. Um, 
It's got a nice screen. It's got a, good, or a really good camera. It's just generally very good hardware. There's not really any weaknesses to it for a £400 device. That's I think that's quite impressive. Uh, most times in the mid-range, there's something's going to be not quite as good. The screen wasn't as bright as you might hope, but not that I had any issues with that. Just that's what I found from measuring it. Um, so yeah, the Huawei Nova 5T for £400. Here's one to take a look. Obviously, have a look at my video review. Then some of the hardware I've played with, uh, I got sent a what I think is called a Pixel mic. It's kind of a shotgun mic, one of those ones that sits on top of your camera, and it's quite directional. It's only £40, but I was really impressed with the quality of it. I would really encourage you to go and check the video, because not many people have watched it on YouTube. It's only about 150 or so, I don't know, something like that. But I put it up against my Rode VideoMark Pro Plus, which is kind of £270 of mic that sits on top of my camera. And it's, it's, it's good. For a £40 device up against a 200 and whatever pound device, I mean, one of the comments on the video is even though they think it sounds better than the Rode, which um, outside it did. And in fact, even looking back, I wondered, did I have my Rode plugged in properly to my, my camera? Because it may be, there was a lot of wind noise. It may be I actually recorded using just the camera's mic. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it sounded really quite good, I thought. So take a look at that. If you're a content creator of any kind, it's probably worth considering something like this because... People often overlook the, how important the mic is. I think this audio is actually more important than video in a lot of way, um, in you know YouTube videos and such. Uh, and I just think it gets overlooked quite a lot. So then I also got a DJI Mavic Mini. I sold on my uh, Mavic Pro, partly because of this whole registration thing coming up. Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to bother with that. Maybe I should switch to the Mini which really is quite tiny. It's kind of the size of a phone. Um, so that with a controller, it's really quite a small compact box, even more mobile than the Mavic Pro. But it comes with limitations. And actually what I didn't realize, the European version is limited the sort of signal strength from the controller to the drone. And your range is really quite limited. I mean, I was just flying directly upwards and I was getting issues at about 80 meters. Um, that's just a bit crazy, really, to be honest. And then as I flew off, again, I was having some issues. I'm, I forget exactly how far away I was at this point when it was, when it was saying uh, connection issues, but it, it did give me some concern because it said, literally said it lost con connection. Now, obviously, it does the whole return to home thing and lands where you took off from, hopefully. I have read about some guy that it, when it said return to home, off it went in some different direction. I assume it hadn't updated the home location. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. It's not something I'm sure that I could recommend. Having said that, it's only £369 for... It is a pretty good drone. It's not... In some ways, it's not that far above a toy drone, but it is a proper drone, and it does have good video quality and stills quality, and it is only £369. But if you are at all... I mean, I wouldn't even say serious. I don't know. Yeah, I guess serious about droning. You do want to spend a bit more and get a, a better drone. Uh, if we move on to sort of TV and movies, there's a few things that I can comment on. So Silicon Valley, I think that ended since the last podcast recording. If you haven't watched it before, and if you are sort of slightly into tech and that kind of thing, you probably really should check Silicon Valley out. It's, it's a very good comedy, very good. And I th they wrapped it up reasonably well for the final episodes. Um, I had a few issues with it, which I won't go into because it kind of might spoil things. But it generally is a very, very good show. Um, I also watched Don't, I'm going to say Don't F With Cats on Netflix, which is, <laughs> it's only three episodes, about an hour long, kind of, a, or a documentary really about a, this, just a nutter who killed cats on YouTube and then went on to kill somebody. Um, 
and just about sort of the the internet sleuths trying to track him down and the actual real police tracking him down and all that sort of thing. It's just a really interesting show. I would say check it out. And then the Mandalorian, which I mentioned in the last podcast, I think I'd watched the first episode and was 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 bought in with all the hype that you will find on the internet about it. At the end of the episode eight, so the final episode of the season one, I was a little disappointed and. I do think it's overrated. In fact, I read a comment, I think it was, oh, it was in someone's news uh, news email, where they said, it's quite a basic premise, uh, executed very well. Something along those lines. And I thought, yeah, that probably sums it up. It is, it is a very simple show. There's not really twists and turns. There's it, Some of the scripting is quite basic. But at the same time, it's really well presented and it does look fantastic and it's Star Wars so I get why people are giving it such high praise I just don't think it's quite worthy of it then I've started watching The Morning Show now I'm up to episode 7 I'd heard mixed reviews about The Morning Show this is the one that's on Apple TV with um, oh my goodness I've forgotten the names the the one from Friends with the hair Rachel from Friends and the other short blonde woman i've totally forgotten the name steve corral is in it um you'll have to look it up i'm really sorry they're, they're big they apple have spent a lot of money on this show but some people have said oh, it's a little dull it's a little this and it's it's well again i don't want to talk too much it's kind of about the whole me too movement i suppose really um which i have some slightly odd thoughts on in some ways and again probably just watch the show and then i'm waiting to see how the show pans out myself but i've just watched part of an episode where and again I don't really want to give spoilers but there are two characters having a relationship in the show and they're concerned that it's going to be made out to be part of this whole Me Too thing and one of them is a predator when they're, they're just having a relationship why can't they just have a relationship um, but anyway so I've been really impressed by it really impressed I have it's one of those shows where I actually really look forward to seeing the next episode to see where the story's going and that doesn't happen very often quite often I'll, I'll watch bits of one show I'll move on to another show move on to another show that I'll come back to the first one and you know I'll just jump about whatever's been the latest thing that's downloaded or whatever's ne- up next but I've I stored all of these up till it finished and I've started watching through and I'm literally just kind of oh I'm really looking forward to seeing the next episode to see what happens uh, and as I say I'm up to episode 7 I think and I think I heard one comment from somebody on a podcast saying that the final episode is the best final episode of a season they've seen. Um, I thought that's very interesting. And I, and I, I think I could believe it. I mean, I'm going kind of a 9 out of 10 on the morning show at the moment. Really, really enjoying it um, and highly recommend it. And if I'd done my research properly, I'd have remembered who the people were that are in it. But again, you can look that up quite easily and hopefully you know what show I'm talking about at the moment. Um, yeah, so that would be the one I would say. Again, I've not finished it just yet, and I'm sure I'll summarise uh, in the next podcast how uh, how I felt the the final verdict on the season was. So there we go. Uh, I think that's everything I've been up to over sort of the last... I only actually published about, I think it was five videos in December. So I remember when I did the last podcast, I just said how busy I'd been with videos the previous month, and then it kind of tailed off, which is in some ways quite nice. You know, Christmas, I work in retail, it's a busy time. Um, the last thing I need perhaps is recording tons of videos. But anyway, there we go. So hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. If you don't already, subscribe to me on YouTube, please. Go and check out my reviews over there. Um, But that's it for now. Come visit me on my forum on androidandy.uk. But uh, for now, my name's Andy. I'll catch you all again soon.